welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. The National Funeral Directors Association, or the NFDA, is now saying that cremation rates have exceeded over 50%, and they're projecting that 2020 is going to be up to 55 to almost 56%. And they're saying that it will be 70, over 71% in 2030. Now, that's the national the national cremation rate here on the West Coast, because we live in the beautiful state of Oregon, here on the West Coast is actually significantly higher. On the West Coast, we're actually sitting over 75% on the West Coast. And within the West Coast, along the coast, we're about as far West as we can go before you drop off of the continent. Here along the coast in the in the Newport area, we are actually here in Lincoln County, we are sitting over 90%, depending on where you're at. And if you go into the Portland market, it can be anywhere between 75 and 85% in, in different regions. Why is that? Well, it's because cremation is actually more green. It takes up less footprint as well as it takes less energy and it is less expensive. So let's talk a little bit about how you can memorialize somebody that has been cremated because, you know, a lot of people will come up to me and say, Brian, we want to do cremation, but they were remembering either their parent or their grandparent service. And of course, if you are burying a body, you're going to have possibly a wake and you're going to have the body present and you're going to have a full service in a chapel and then you're going to go possibly to a grave site and those types of things. And people aren't really quite sure, what do you do? Can you have a memorial service for somebody who's been cremated? And the answer is, is yes. And we're actually going to be talking a little bit about, let's start with a scattering garden. Uh, a lot of people are, well, what do I do with an urn with these ashes? A lot of people, they have the, the kind of the, the joke of, well, I've got it sitting on my mantle over my fireplace. Isn't it beautiful? Or, it could be sitting in a closet. You know, and we, you know, we, we talk about sometimes how we've got so many people sitting in closets and we need to get them out of the closet and get them scattered or do something with them. So a scattering garden is an excellent, an excellent choice. If you look and if you look online or if you call the different funeral homes and cemeteries and ask them, do you have a scattering garden? And a scattering garden is a place where you can actually scatter the ashes and normally in those places, there's going to have a place where you can memorialize the person. So it might be a name on a plaque or it might be a pillar somewhere where you put a name on or you engrave it. Or it might be a little marker. I mean, you can get little markers and you can have that placed somewhere within the scattering garden. And that's a place where you can go back and you can remember your loved one and you can place flowers and you can have a location to go to. Uh, if you want to 
uh, leave flowers or remember or go visit, that type of thing. Those are some pretty important things. If you're going into a scattering area, you definitely might want to look into a scattering garden or an ash release cemetery. Now let's talk about the difference between those two because there are definitely differences. A scattering garden is a, is a designated area in a cemetery where cremated remains are meant to be scattered. I mean, just kind of like what it says, scattering garden. The ashes are natural. They become a fertilizer for flowers and plants, and they serve as a living memorial for those who wish to be cremated and scattered in a scattering garden. I mean, if you think about it, you know, they're in a scattering garden might have some roses. And if you're scattering at the bases of the roses and, the, and they're being watered in and it works down into the soil, it will help those roses grow. Hydrangeas is another thing that they have at in scattering gardens. And if you were to place some at the base of the hydrangeas, it helps them to get some of their beautiful color that they can have in those hydrangeas. Trees, small, large, whatever you want to say, those are all part of a scattering garden that's been designated to be able to have scattering done. And you might see at one end or the other end, you might see a little wall or a wooden wall or benches with names, you know, engraven on them, you know, those types of things to be able to memorialize that, that that person was scattered in this area. A memorial garden is different than a scattering garden. But a memorial garden is where a biodegradable urn is planted in memory of a loved one. And it's usually designed with a loved one in mind, like it could even be a friend's backyard or a family backyard or your your farm. It may be in a huge place that's called a memorial garden, and you can plant in certain designated areas certain things like a tree or a bush or that type of thing. There's many types of biodegradable urns that can be planted in the ground, such as, you know, there's actually earth ones, there's sand, there's salt urns. You know, we had one person that was placed in a salt urn and put in the back of his acreage. The reason? Because deer love salt urns. And he loved his deer that he had had on his property for decades and he wanted to give back, and so he was placed in a salt urn. And as the weather and everything else made one great big lump uh, of that salt urn, he was remembered uh, by all the deer and the elk and everything that came by and, and uh, licked the salt urn. A biodegradable urn is just kind of how it sounds. It's made from recycled material in the U.S., and... It's a, it, there's, a, there's one that's called a blooming bio-urn, and that's a perfect option. Again, it's manufactured here in the U.S., and it has perennial wildflower seeds in it, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's just a, a beautiful option to be able to do. Families will often choose to scatter a portion of their loved one's remains, maybe in the ocean or down on a beach or some other place into a garden, and they can certainly do that. It, and there's no real rule. There's no right or wrong answer. You know, I get a lot of people saying, well, do I have to scatter them all in one place? Well, if that's what you want to do, you can certainly scatter them all in one place. Uh, well, what if I want to go along a, a hiking trail and scatter? Well, as, as long as it's not a private, private 
road type of a thing where you need to get permission, you certainly can go into a public space like into the forest or that type of thing. And you can scatter at in different places along the way. Something that's really uh, starting to take off as well is planting a tree, planting a flower, planting something that, especially if you if you're going to be going to a, a community park and you're and you've talked with the people, you know the the people that are in charge of the park, and the and you get permission. What a great way to after you're done having a celebration of life is to bring a tree and plant it and have everybody be involved in planting that tree in that park. Maybe it's, you know, by the river, wherever, you know, plant a tree in their memory. And that's a a beautiful way to remember uh, your loved one. And I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but, you know, if you think about it, that tree can live 100, 200 years, 300 years, maybe, depending on the type of tree. But what's really kind of meaningful is to have that scattering garden or that location that you can go to because maybe maybe if you you can't go maybe maybe their your loved one wants to be on mount rainier well how often do you go to mount rainier and so and if you want to have a place you can certainly take their ashes and spread them at, at mount rainier and then have a portion of it and and maybe keep that close by where you are at and the scattering garden might even be in your backyard now it's it's just some place that's meaningful to you and your loved one, and a place that you can memorialize where uh, at that location, so that you have a place to go and you can reflect and remember. So hopefully, uh, we've given you some some ideas about scattering gardens.